Good morning. This is your girl Shannon back at it with another episode of Pothead Stuff. Can you guys believe it? This is the first episode of season three. Yay! We have made it. Season three. Season three. Thank you to everybody who has been listening and who has been following and who has just been giving me your love and support. This season, however, our first episode has a sponsor. Our very first sponsor is Pagey's Water Ice. Pagey's Water Ice is fucking amazing. Y'all, the first time I tried a Pagey's Water Ice, I walked up to uh, Val, which is the woman that owns it, and I said, take me to the beach. Can I tell you, when I went to the beach, it took about two hours to get my ass up off it. So, she knows what she's doing with her shit. But, Miss Valerie Page has uh, created some new lines in her water ice. So, she will not be just doing water ice. We have... Well, she has lip gloss, which is infused, and it's amazing. I got to test taste it over the weekend, and, oh, yes, can I tell you, it's edible. You put it on, you lick your lips the entire time, you keep putting it on. It literally will keep you fucked up. So, you ain't trying to be fucked up all day? I would suggest you use that sparingly. But, we have a new item from Miss Pagey as well. I call them Magic Drops. They are freaking amazing. I don't know what they are. However, you take one drop under your tongue. I figured because I had a high tolerance, today I did an entire dropper full. And I did it literally before I turned this computer on. And I feel it kicking in already. So if I get sidetracked and all this stuff during this episode, I am sorry. But that's what this first episode is for. It's so that we can see how the effects of Pagey's magic drops work on me. Let you know that this episode is going to be a three-parter. Miss Pagey gave me drops. She also gave me some candy and she gave me magic water. So we will be taking three separate days. First thing in the morning I will be waking up and doing the, the uh, whatever product it is for the day and I will let y'all know how it's going. Yo, these fucking drops are like God damn amazing, yo. I'm fucked up. And it has literally been eight minutes since I put these drops under my tongue. And yeah, I want to let you know I'm high as fuck. God damn. Ooh, god damn, am I high? The fuck? Yo, Paige, know what she doing? That's why she my girl. 
Yo. He's... I'm telling you, I'm high. But I'm not sleepy high. So it's like a sativa that she has in there. It's gotta be. Because I'm not sleepy, but I feel the fact that I'm high. Like, I feel it in my eyes. I feel it in my brain because I done slowed down some. Yo, these little magic drops, I'm telling you, hella worth it. Hella worth it. If you want to spend your money on something that you know is going to fuck you up, I will go ahead and hit up Miss Pagey. She will be having a website. So hopefully by the end of this episode, between the three days that I will be working, She'll be able to get her website up and running, and I'll be able to let you know. If not, I'll figure out what's going on with her Facebook page, and I may be put that up there. But I just want y'all to know that this episode is brought to you today by Pagey's Magic Drops. Get up on it. Get up on it, yo. Like, I'm on the Really? I don't know how, how, how. But I'm literally on the And I'm not, like, I haven't even attempted to roll a blunt yet, yo. And that's weird, because a bitch like me, you know, we smoke. Today's article comes from you from the New York Post, dated June 1st, 2023. Nearly 30 children reported missing in Cleveland during the first two weeks of May in an extraordinary surge. Nearly 30 children have gone missing in Cleveland in the first two weeks in May. In an extraordinary surge of disappearances in the area, officials have said. Cleveland police said 27 children have been reported missing between May 2nd and May 16th as Newburgh Heights Police Chief John Majoy warns the disappearances have reached unprecedented levels in 2023. There's always peaks and valleys with missing persons, but this year it seems like an extraordinary year, Majoy said, who, who serves as the board's president of the Cleveland Missing Nonprofit. This is what he told Fox News. For some reason, in 2023, we've seen a lot more than we normally see, which is troubling in in these parts. 23, we have a lot more than we normally see, which is troubling in part because we don't know what's going on with some of these kids whether they're being trafficked or whether they're being involved in gang activity or drugs. Majoy noted that the majority of the cases are runaways, but he feared some of the teenagers could have been victims of predators who are likened to wolves in sheep's clothing. The rise in disappearances are especially troubling because many times there's a lack of photos of the victims and the fact that many of the cases go largely unnoticed by the public majoring lamin.
It's a silent crime that happens right under our noses, he said. The problem is, where are they? Where do they go? They can be in a drug house or farmed to prostitution. Combat the surge of disappearances in Cleveland and other areas in northern Ohio, U.S. Marshals launched Operation We Will Find You in May to recover 35 missing children. Agents combed through cases in Cleveland, Toledo, Akron, and other surrounding counties to find the missing minors, with some of the kids located as far as California, Arizona, and West Virginia. The Marshal Service is fully committed to assisting federal, state, and local agencies with locating and recovering endangered missing children, U.S. Marshal Pete Elliott said in a statement about the operation. The epidemic of missing children in our country needs a spotlight. It needs our focus. We hope operations like this sharpen that focus. Every child deserves a safe environment to grow up in. And we are dedicated to helping provide that for the children and families in Northern Ohio. Sylvia Colon, who founded Cleveland Missing after her teenage cousin was abducted in 2014, urged families to make these cases seriously and to work through the trauma of disappearance to save runaways and kidnapped children. Every family's experience is different. But there are some things that are the same for everybody, Cologne told Fox about these cases. It's first disbelief, blame, questions like that. What did we do wrong? Did we miss something? Oh my gosh, how are we going to find this person? As the days progress and become a case, it, that's not solved after a couple of months to two years to three years life happens too she added then you have the guilt of continuing to press forward and live your life while continuing your search that was the end of that article and what does surprise me is how I had to go searching for this article why is this article not mainstream news why was it not televised oh because they weren't billionaires or they weren't important enough or their parents weren't rich enough or high ranking just because these were everyday freaking kids nobody has noticed that 30 kids went missing in the state of Ohio like come on get your whole life the fuck together how did you miss that there's absolutely no way that that should have been missed that should have been a continuous running news cycle. These are people's babies. How their babies go missing and 30 of these babies went missing and nobody said nothing. Nobody put two and two together. And it was from a concentrated area. Nobody put two and two together. See, somebody needs to be fired. You had one job, Cletus, one job. Just one. I don't understand. This is day two. We're trying Paige's candy this morning. And because I'm retarded and left them out, they melted together. So, 
gonna break off a piece here. Well, that was me breaking off a piece. She got herself some little lifesavers. I ate the red one. Yummy tasting. Doesn't taste too bad. It's yummy tasting. It doesn't taste too bad. We'll see how it makes me feel. I can say what I do like about this candy so far is as it's in your mouth, it doesn't give you that nasty aftertaste that most edibles give you that, you know, uh, I guess called that, that, that weed taste, I don't know what it is, it just, it, I don't know, some candies have that funny aftertaste, or it hits you, or it's like, pow, I can't stand it, but this candy seems to be alright right now, and I've only taken one piece, there was five in the bag, kind of melted together, so, I tried to break off the color chunk the proper way. I do like it though. Okay, so we're about 10 minutes into the first piece of candy. I have a high tolerance, so it didn't have me, it doesn't have me messed up like the magic drops did, but I'm going to eat a second piece and see what goes on. Because right now, one piece, I'm mellow. Like, I, uh, right now, I just don't have a care in the world. But we'll see what two pieces do. Alright, now it's been about, uh, 28 minutes. I didn't have the second piece. It's in my mouth now. Now, I feel a kick in it. I'm nice and calm and mellow without a care in the world so yet again Paige you did it with these candies she know what she's doing y'all need to hit her up from the news break app survey says this South Jersey town is the cheapest place to live in New Jersey We all want to live well, but cheap, right? A website has determined that the cheapest place to live in New Jersey is a small town of just over 8,000 residents. You know it must be a cheap place to live when you pinpoint the town on Google Maps and the only business that shows up is the Dollar Tree store. Clayton, in Gloucester County, has been named the cheapest place to live in New Jersey. Homesnacks.com came up with the list of the 10 cheapest places to live in New Jersey, and Clayton is followed by Stratford, then Runnymede, then Audubon, and then Somerdale. Also making the top 10 are Berlin, Woodbury, Pittman, Hopatog, and Haddon Heights. What makes Clayton so cheap? 
the median house price in Clayton is $208,400, which is a piece of cake for residents earning a median household income of $96,776. The median rent in Clayton is $1,150 per month, 22% cheaper than the New Jersey average. Home Snacks says there's plenty to do in Clayton too like Scotland Run and the continuous stream of community organized events. The editor also mentions the close proximity to Philadelphia. So there are a lot of things to do nearby. If you're looking for a county with the lowest cost of living, look no further than Salem County. One of the factors editors say contributes to this is the housing cost. Defined as a blend of average rent and average mortgage payments are $15,120 per year in Salem County compared to $19,486 on average in the state of New Jersey. The cheapest housing market can be found in Camden where the average home value is just $82,000. Beyond the top 10, other cheap places to live in South Jersey include Millville as number 14, Lindenwald as number 18, Northfield is number 19 and Vineland as in number 2. Okay, I've got a few comments on why Clayton would be the cheapest to live in because in my opinion, I live in Glassboro, which is one town over. There is not a fucking thing in Clayton. I literally go to Clayton to go to the Acme because there is only one other Acme near us and that is in another town like Washington Township Sewell something like that Clayton is closer to me so I go to Clayton for the Acme because they shut down our Acme um, and I go to their Dollar Tree because they are better stocked because there's less people in the town than the Dollar Tree here in Glassboro the Dollar Tree here in Glassboro is always empty and that's because we are the Rowan town. The entire college comes in, wipes out everything and then in the summer we're left with cleaning up the mess that they left behind for them to turn around and start all over again at the end of August beginning of September. But to get back to what I was saying, there literally is nothing in Clayton. I also go to Clayton to use the laundromat, Mr. Suds, because if you pay for the wash, you get free dry. Um, other than that, there's nothing in Clayton. If you want fast food, you have to leave Clayton and either go into Franklinville or you have to leave and come to Glassboro or leave and go to Turnersville but you're not getting any fast food in the town of Clayton you're not really getting any excitement in the town because there's yet again nothing in the town but these are just my opinions and I just wanted to share that that's why I think Clayton is the cheapest because there ain't shit there and there's nothing there to offer you however Somebody making $97,000 a year to afford a house in the town of Clayton, that's actually two to three people with full-time jobs covering that mortgage. So it's not really that cheap. Especially when the average worker 
at a full-time job in the area or that works in the area is only making about 15 to 24 thousand dollars a year so yeah it's cheap on paper but in reality it's not that's the end of my rant today hope y'all have a good one Thanks for joining me on this wild adventure that I call Pothead Stuff. Thanks for joining me and my weird, weird mind. Roll up, smoke up, smoke them if you got them. If you've got show ideas, or if you'd like to check out the hookah blaze that you've heard me in talk about in the episodes or if you just want to chat shoot me an email the email address is potheadstuffshow at gmail.com again that is p-o-t-h-e-a-d s-t-u-f-f-s-h-o-w at gmail.com